0: Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found... Major League Soccer.
1: Welcome to another episode of the MLS UK Show. I'm Elliot Holman and I'm Henry Hewitt. Lots to talk about as always because we took a break last week. Henry decided that he thought he was important enough to go on a holiday. Uh, you left the country. You actually got on a plane and left. I
2: know it's a luxury that um, a couple of years ago I didn't really appreciate it as much. But tell you what, when I landed in Spain. And funnily enough, I've not told you this, that when we landed and got out of uh, Malaga Airport, I don't know who it was, which team, but the taxi driver kind of hinted that it might have been, I don't know, the Malaga women's team, but like an under-21s or under-18s. But we left the airport at the same time. So we leave the airport, the door's open. There is about 50 people there mm. waving flags. There's a like a flare going off. And it's like, uh, like, ole, ole, ole. Like, I was like, well, I'm at Atlanta. What's going on? And uh, 50 people sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> turn around and there's about 20 women that are walking with a trophy out and they're cheering for them. And I thought, wow, well, look at this. This is amazing. So I then, trying to be funny, uh, got my phone out and went to walk behind them, like as if they're going to, and Poppy went, Get back here now. (laughs) Get back here. You are not getting in the back of their photo. So I don't know which team it was, but congratulations to that uh, women's team for winning whatever trophy it was. One thing we do know is it was not an MLS team and therefore we move on. We do. (laughs) Uh, Because a lot has happened in MLS, hasn't it, since we've uh, recorded?
1: Yeah, very convenient, I thought, that Henry Henry decided, the boss, uh, that we should take a break last week. Um, when Orlando had won and Atlanta had lost, now the tables have turned. Oh, look who's appeared at my front door! Oh, should we do a podcast? Convenient, isn't mm. it? But, um, yeah, we will talk about what happened
2: in MLS and in great detail, a lot of detail. Mm. Can't wait uh, especially for that Atlanta game. But do you want to know? Let's have a recap of what has happened because so much has happened since we last did a, an episode. So much has happened since we last did a stoppage time episode. Mm. So, a few things we need to recap on. Seattle Sounders are champions of CONCACAF. Oh my God, it happened. it happened. It
1: actually happened. We'll be
2: talking about that. Uh, Lasada Ball was deflated um, and he left DC United, which seems like years ago now.
1: We, yeah, whenever that happened, we just recorded the podcast. And in the podcast, I was like, oh, Lasada Ball could be deflated. And then it happened. It did. Uh, Montreal are going to be changing their badge again.
2: Mueller's signed for Chicago, which I'm really interested to get your point on that. Chris Bula. <laughs> uh, Jesus Ferreira is now the most prolific man in the family Ferreira in MLS goal scoring terms. Yeah. And Norwich City were relegated. We'll be talking more about five to of MLS. those topics. <laughs> We talk about more of those five of those topics uh, over the course of the show. One of them, not so much. I don't think. All
1: right. well, Where's Bolton's promotion push? Hey, I'd
2: rather be mid-table than relegated. Mid-table of League One is it? Which is why I follow MLS. Mm, yeah,
1: perfect.
2: Um, so, so much to come on the show today, <laughs> and uh, honestly, that will be the last time we mention that Norwich City were relegated again from the Premier League. Uh, a factor found out. Getting a new badge though, just like Montreal, so that's good. Hey, that would be nice in the yeah. championship. Yeah. You get a new badge on your sleeve as well. Mm, yeah, um, most relegations in Premier League history, apparently, mm. which is you've got to go there to come back. You have in this, you know, Bolton Wanderers have been in the top division of English football the longest without winning it. So these little <laughs> makes you think. Well, actually, we you actually
1: you... support them <laughs> the worst. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't want Bolton to win the Premier League because of that, and you don't want you want Norwich to keep on getting relegated because of that. Uh, which is ever if ever anyone ever says to us, which they do a lot, why do you follow MLS? That is a reason why because yeah. our our English teams have given up. Yeah, uh, right. We start each episode with a game and a changing name. So Elliot, come on, give me some, um, give me a career list of this player. I'll try and
1: figure out who it is. Okay, well, I'll start off by saying you'll definitely get it. Um, But we're doing this player because uh, I was looking through a list of um, some of the um, players who have played in Europe and in MLS, and I saw this name and I was like, surely we've done them. Mm. Surely we've done this person before. We haven't. Wow. So it's more a box-ticking exercise. It should have been season one, I'll be honest, um, because it's... It's a big name yeah um but we're just gonna do it we're gonna box it off you're gonna get it straight away they started their career in 1998 mm, okay and that's it who do you think it is <laughs> uh and that was you'll get it now millwall Ooh. i think i know but where else did they go they've all they've also returned to millwall mm. does that give it to you I think it does yeah, yeah. Uh, so they've also played for and this is where you'll definitely get it Everton yeah yeah uh and of course New York Red Bulls from 2012 to 2015 uh 62 appearances for the Red Bulls scoring 14 goals uh they then went to Shanghai <laughs> uh they've also played for melbourne city hey i've been getting into the a league you got me into the a league you're responsible for this um and went back to millwall in 2018 uh, and have now retired mm, yeah um i felt he was forgotten at red bulls a little bit because
2: he, he was there at the same time as Henry. everyone talks about honor yeah, yeah exactly um i didn't know he played in the a league does make sense that he would play in the a league which it is does. another hint uh yeah we uh you, you know, whereas MLS for us in the UK is late at night, A-League is first thing in the morning, so...
1: It's so good. You wake up on a Saturday, it's like half six, yeah. and there's a couple of games kicking off in the A-League. It's great. Yeah, so I've been, I've been watching it a few years. Because of that,
2: also, uh, someone I know who I went to school with plays in the A-League for Wellington, so that was another reason why. And Do then, they still play now? Yes.
1: Is it DB?
2: David Ball. I yeah. forgot. I was at school with I, yeah. David Ball. In for- my class. I
1: didn't know he was. I didn't actually know. He was I've watched so
2: much, so many of their games. I didn't actually realize. Um, yeah, he's more, he's not a prolific striker. He's more of a.
1: Uh, he scores the odd goal, but some of the names that crop up in the A League, watch out for the new A League UK <laughs> podcast, which is coming soon because I'm getting really into it. Yeah. Some of the names are so random. It's not like MLS where I know we like people say it's a retirement league, but someone will happily look at. I don't know, uh, Rich Harlison in 10 years' time and go, oh, you're going to MLS, right? No, not the A League. Take the most bang average championship <laughs> player you've ever imagined in your life, wait until they're 90, and then they go to the A League. It's so weird. It is. So,
2: for example, Johnny Russell. Johnny Russell has done very well in MLS. Mm. But he is the type of player that would do well in MLS and then just end up in the A-League. Yeah. They've got loads of players that have come from the Championship and, and below in England. And Who's yeah. the... Oh, Zach Clough. Zach Clough for Bolton. Adam LaFondra as well. Adam LaFondra is in the A-League as well. Anyone watching this from the States would be like, who are those guys? Like, anyway, they are basically... What podcast is this? Former Bolton <laughs> players that now play in the A-League. But uh, yeah, it's um, so, so did this player and... Uh, yeah, if you know, give us a shout at MLSUKShow, Twitter, Instagram. You can also uh, email us if you want, hello at MLS.show, and let us know um, who it is. Get in touch on YouTube if you're watching it. Put it in the comments. it leaves a timestamp so we know that you haven't gone to the
1: end, got the answer, and then come back. We don't know how we know, but we do know. We don't know, but we know. Um, before we press on um, and talk more about the aliens, sorry MLS, um, let's talk about somewhere that does actually probably actually not sell any A-League shows they don't don't sell any A-League shows here's a word from us about our sponsors
0: The MLS UK Show.
1: Here's a message from me talking about our sponsors. Uh, Let's give it up for Soccer90.com, the place to go. It's where you need to head to get all of your MLS merch, your international merch ahead of that World Cup, which is looming, by the way, now the Premier League season is over. Our attention starting to turn to the World Cup, and you can grab everything you need from Soccer90.com.
2: Yes, uh, you get uh, 20% off as well if you type in MLS UK in the, uh, in the discount code on the website at the very end in the checkout. Uh, and they've got loads. I'm just looking here. They've got Bundesliga, Ligue Un, which I believe is France. Yeah, PSG. Uh, Serie A, uh, Liga MX as well. I'm going to Mexico in a few weeks. I might get myself kitted out in a... Uh, Club America shirt or something. Do you remember when we were
1: younger there was like barely anyone wore the PSG shirt. Hmm. I played um, a game at the football stadium up the road the other night and there was a kids training session like finished beforehand all wearing PSG shirts. Yeah. Like all of them. Yeah, how
2: much life has changed. Uh, They also do North Texas uh, SC if you're watching MLS next as well. So uh, lots on there. Check it out, soccer90.com. Get your shirts and, uh, as I said, put MLS UK in the checkout in the discount code for 20% off.
0: Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show.
2: So let's have a look what happened this weekend in MLS. I say that every episode and uh, it's become a bit of a catchphrase. Maybe I don't know. You shouldn't give yourself your own catchphrases. But anyway, let's move on. Um, Where where shall we start? We normally do it in chronologically. Apparently, so I've not. uh, I've not been watching it, but I've got you to tell me what's going on. Um, Right, we normally do it in chronological order, but I I think we should start this week with uh, the game between the two teams at the top of the conferences. So it was LAFC versus Philadelphia. You can't really separate... LAFC have got four points more than Philadelphia, so they've had two less draws. But you can't really separate them because they're both doing very well. They've both been top of the league basically all season. It ended 2-2 in the end. Um, And... for you, is
1: this a game of the two challengers for our Supporters Shield? I think so. I think you have to be careful when you look at the likes of Seattle, who always come from deep. If we Seattle <laughs> syndrome, if we yeah Seattle syndrome, um, and obviously Portland will put themselves in the mix. Inevitably, teams like LAFC and Philly, who are up there, will have a wobble. It will happen. Doesn't mean they're not the best teams in the league. By the way, it just happens in MLS because there's far too many games and far too many miles. Um, but. I think they're definitely emerging as as the early early favourites. LaFC straight off the bat. If you remember that first game yeah. where uh, Carlos bagged himself a hat trick, and they were just like, yeah. <laughs> uh we're here uh we're ready um so definitely there was a lot of eyes on this and you still couldn't separate them
2: you couldn't it was a great game both teams actually looked at the end that they were going they wanted to win the game which mm. is really refreshing to see because i guess sometimes in this country in england and i know there's the debate with promotion relegation and whatever where if that sort of game maybe philly going away from home would look a go, our points a good result yeah Whereas with MLS, the beauty of it is actually you can go and try and win every single game. Yeah. And if you lose, then, okay, it's, yeah, you've lost the game. But it's not the end of the world because there's separate conferences. You've got the playoffs. They're still going to be in that. So it was really refreshing to see. Great game. Both have only lost one this season. Philly have conceded the joint lowest in the league. LAFC have scored the most. So uh, there were so many things going into this game. And it it, it delivered. It was a great game. 2-2. So, uh I think we, yeah, we both deciding that at this early stage, and we always make predictions and then get them wrong. But it would not surprise me if these two sides top the conferences this year.
1: Yeah, I, I like both sides. I like what what they're about. In in fairness to LAFC, we have to be honest and say they've got a better record this season so far. Um, I think Philly have tied tied four games. Mm-hmm. Um, so points per game wise, LAFC um, are are streaks ahead a little bit, but. In that Eastern Conference where everyone is jumping around a little bit. You've got Cincinnati in the mix ahead of Atlanta. They're just behind Orlando, which is a weird situation to see. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia still just planted at the top, so fair play.
2: Yeah, um, let's talk about Cincy, because seeing Cincy in fifth, I mean... It's bizarre, isn't it? It is bizarre. With, with respect, yeah, it is bizarre. I, I, can't, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Cincy for the playoffs... Nah,
1: no. Look, at, right. Look First at,
2: time they've won three in a row in MLS.
1: Look at who could come from deep. Toronto, mm. they beat Toronto twice. Columbus, yeah. DC, even with the new coach. Mm. You think since he playoffs,
2: <laughs> you can call it now? Hey, I'm a dreamer. I would love it to happen. This would be we called. Call,
1: I'd love it to happen. I'm we, just being
2: realistic. <laughs> we called Colorado winning the West last year as the true underdog story. Mm. This since he finishing seventh. That would be the true underdog story. So I would love to see it happen. Um, hey, uh, let's just see how we do. Let's, they seem more settled. They've got already... Uh, they only won five last year. They've already won four. <laughs> oh no, they've won five this year. They only won four last year. Yeah. They're four points off their total point total of them last year. <laughs> so it's already an improvement. Even if the season were curtailed tailed now, it's already
1: an improvement. But- and, and going away to Minnesota... And winning. Yeah. It's huge.
2: Yeah, I mean Minnesota will be frustrated. He had a lot of chances. I know it's at the end. Yeah, but still, this is a sign of teams you maybe need that bit of luck and I'll talk about Vancouver in a moment. that definitely had luck as well. Sometimes you that luck's been missing. You just need it and Cincinnati got it. So I tell you what, get in touch with us if you're listening to this at MLS UK show. Obviously you listen to this. <laughs> um but get in touch with us. Do you think that Cinti could make the playoffs or am I dreaming? Am I You know, just uh, this hopeless romantic.
1: We're all hopeless romantics, but there's got to be some level of sensibility and grounding. Even a team like Charlotte, because there's no past trauma attached, could make the playoffs in their first year, and it could be at the expense of Cincy. We'll have to wait
2: and see, but I'm all here for Cincy finally making the playoffs, because they have been we've been frustrated talking about them so many times ago and going, come on, it's got to turn around some point. And if it's turning around now, fantastic. So come on, Cincy, get in the playoffs, do it for us. Unless it means Atlanta missing out, then I'm all for, uh, I'm all for Cincy having another season outside the playoffs. Um, I'll tell you what, you mentioned Charlotte there. They kicked off the weekend. They beat um, and improved into Miami, uh, even though they're now second bottom again. But Charlotte are in eighth, fourth straight win at home. Um, they've got the next two at home as well, so uh, lots to
1: be encouraged by. Absolutely. If you if you'd have said to me, because if we look at Austin's first season, we expected a lot better. Charlotte to be just outside the playoffs at this point, obviously, you know, ten, eleven games in, is really, really impressive, and Definitely. they would have taken that. And as well, new trans, new signing. He scored on his debut.
2: Shinashiki, who has done it in MLS before. Um I mean, it's, this is a great deal for uh, for both sides, I it's, think, because yeah. uh, Colorado are coming out with uh, he could potentially get four hundred k in GAM and then fifty percent of any potential trade fee later on. Shinashiki's done it in the league before. Charlotte kind of hinted. But what they started with a season with was not going to be what yeah. they ended the season with. So they're showing that. He scores on debut. And you expect that, whereas the first few games he didn't score and we kind of looked and thought, yeah, they're okay with are showing fight, but are we really going to have enough up front? Signing this guy, he could be the missing link. Charlotte could be in the playoffs at the end.
1: We Everyone's going to be in the playoffs, according to you. Um, we don't often see uh, all the details on these trades. But I really, I actually like where this has gone. This might happen more often than we think. I don't know. But obviously, it could cost them a lot in the future. If they do trade him away, they're not going to get a huge amount of, of that sum of money. But that's irrelevant. They needed him now, mm-hmm. and they've got him now. It's not a great trade for the future. It's not a great move for the future. It's for now. Yeah, yeah. And it's cost them money now. It's going to cost them money in the future. But they needed him, and he's delivered on his on his open, uh, on his debut.
2: Yeah, it needs to be a mix, doesn't it? It needs to be a mix of young players, and then they've already got Fuchs there. They've got Shinashiki now, that experience that is going to um, hopefully get them over the line and be successful this year. Uh, into Miami, they recently beat New England Revolution, Seattle, and Atlanta three games in a row. They've now lost the
1: last two, but still signs of improvement there from Miami. I don't. Here comes some expert analysis. I don't know what to make of them. <laughs> You know how last year it was fairly obvious that it, there was something wrong yeah, uh, and they needed improvement and I, I probably would have changed the manager, I'll be honest. I look at them now and I'm like, well, you're still 13th. Hmm. So realistically, that if they finished there, that's still poor. If they finished outside the playoffs, it's poor. So really, it's n- they're nowhere near the level that they need to be at. But something in your mind says oh, it might turn around. Yeah, yeah. What do you, What do you make of it?
2: Yeah, I, I funnily enough, I think Inter Miami do need. Uh, we, I mean, we've, we've talked so much about Higuain and he's sometimes his lack of effort, and then he'll suddenly score a couple of goals and win them the game. For me, we need a Shinashiki. They need someone who's going to come in with MLS experience, score them goals. Uh I mean, the, yeah, the defense needs to show up a bit. Of course, it does. But we need that consistency that someone like him is going to bring, and that's a, that's the problem. And I agree with you. I think for Miami. The, the thing with Miami as well this year, if Charlotte go and make the playoffs and if Austin continue how they're yeah. doing, suddenly you've got the two uh, teams that have come in uh, since into Miami who are making playoffs, which I know into Miami did it that one season that was curtailed because mm. of, uh, well, I mean, they were inviting everyone into the playoffs that year. so they... It was a playoff to get into the playoffs. Only MLS. (laughs) I don't think, even I I wouldn't have counted Orlando as making the playoffs in that situation. Only MLS could have a playoff to make the playoffs. But uh, yeah, so it's still, it's then another team that has uh, progressed further than them with the money they've got as well. It's disappointing, but uh, we know into Miami we could be speaking in two weeks' time and... uh, They've won the last two and suddenly it's all positive again. Doubt it, but... (laughs) Um, Right, speaking of negativity then, let's go to Montreal 4, Orlando 1. I mean, I've got to say, Orlando, being in 4th, you you have done very well. You've been playing well. uh, And I know you got beat to Red Bulls a few weeks ago. But consistently, you've done well this season. And I fully expect you to finish 4th. Instead of me taking, you know, the the mickey out of you and saying, oh, Lando, rubbish, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to instead talk about Montreal. Mm-hmm. Third in the league, seven unbeaten, which is a record for uh, for them in MLS. When uh, Wilfred Nancy uh, was appointed after Thierry on Wittry, we, we kind of said, oh, is it an easy move? Is it just a cop-out?
1: Have you just got someone? The guy's doing really
2: well for him, and it's turning out to be a really good move.
1: Yeah, and it's not the first time they've played Orlando this season. And in the first game, they looked awful. Um, never would have had them to be third right now. Um, but it has been a really impressive start. The Great turnaround. Um, played 10-1-5. It's pretty solid. It's a really solid, if you want, to, want that top four position. And the way I look, at, like, I'm looking at players, he seems to be getting more out of players. When you look at the highlights of a Montreal game, Kamal Miller... It's like the guy's been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great to chat to him. He, if you remember, he was really, he paid so much attention to detail. He was talking about how he was learning which player liked receiving the ball on their left versus their right. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all of these, all of this attention to detail. And he looks absolutely unbelievable.
2: Yeah, he's, there's a lot of them that are playing really, really well at the moment. He's and bombing
1: I've, forward, he's putting crosses in. Yeah.
2: Well, the, the, the highest goal scorers in the East, and mm. there's a reason for that, the way they play. It's very attacking, it's yeah. very fast-paced, and yeah, 4-1 against Orlando is a really good result. Like, to score four against Orlando... Uh, like I said, I know that Red Bulls scored three, but he's still impressive, especially after that first game when you played them early on in the season. Mm. So credit to Montreal and well done to them. They're another team that could uh, in this twenty uh, team playoff that I'm suggesting should, could make the playoffs, and I'd be here for it. Um, I tell you what, let's we we spoke about Orlando losing four one. Let, let's go to Atlanta then. And uh, whereas I I kind of didn't really talk about Orlando I'm going to talk more about Atlanta No, oh, funny that finally winning a game um Ronaldo Ciseros has got a hat trick and I've got a theory that tells me that Ronaldo is going to be the best player in the world do you reckon yeah do you know for why for the third time yeah because if and you know where I'm going with this um Ronaldo number nine for Brazil real Ronaldo Real. apparently so Sierra on am recording the real Ronaldo that's the rule so his career, let's say his career was you know, the peak of his career, pre- between 94 and 2006, would you say? Yeah. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, peak of his career, probably, well, now, until it started in 2004, so two years before the end of Ronaldo mm-hmm. number nine. Ronaldo for Atlanta, it's not his career now. What, Cristiano Ronaldo, probably another two years left in him as an overlap. It's happening again. These Ronaldo's, they overlap each other. So Ronaldo for Atlanta, he's going to
1: be the best player in the world. Since you're making the playoffs, so are Montreal, so are Charlotte. Uh, Atlanta player is going to be the best player in the world. Are you okay? Are you all right? He's Everything to, okay? Did you see his first first half hat-trick? First
2: half hat-trick on, against Chicago. I know, yeah, Chicago. Exactly. They're not playing that well at the moment. <laughs> the bottom of the league. <laughs> but still, it's yeah, brilliant. They're below and, Miami. Yeah, well... So, yeah, but still, 4-1, excellent. Atlanta are back, in the, back in the playoffs now, first winning four, unbeaten at home. We did say that Atlanta's home record is going to be important to him this year. It's still unbeaten, but yeah, Ronaldo will be the best player in the world. You've heard it here first.
1: Any other far-fetched claims you want to make before we move on?
2: Um... No, I'd, I'd say, well, let's talk about uh, Chris Mueller then. Uh, he had his debut on Saturday. Mm. Uh, he got booked for diving, so he didn't really go according <laughs> to plan. Um, we had him on the show, and he was he, you were so excited about this because he played for Orlando at the time. Mm. He then left to Hibs, and you, you kind of, not that it mattered, but you give him your blessing to move to Hibs. It's not worked out at Hibs, and now he's back at Chicago. Where do you feel with this? Because I've seen mixed things from Orlando fans. Some are really upset, yet some are kind of accept this is how MLS works.
1: Yeah, no, I've got no problem with it at all. Um, he he left Orlando to go to Europe, which no one can ever criticise anyone for doing. It's not worked out for him. Um, his Let's be honest, his agent will have been on the blower to all the clubs in MLS. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind he will have gone back to Orlando first. He will mm. have gone to Orlando and said, Chris Mueller might be available if you want to bring him home. And ultimately the club have decided not to do it. I, I imagine that's what's happened here. So they've brought him back to his actual home. So yeah, and he's originally from Chicago. It makes sense. Um and I don't think Orlando fans really can have any you know I'm sure Chris would have didn't want to leave Orlando in the way that it, had. it was all very public and it was all very way ahead of the move. You know, we'd seem to know about it a year before it actually happened and which which was a shame. He wouldn't have wanted that. And ultimately I just think Orlando probably had the chance to move for him and they didn't. Mm. So let's all just move on. Uh, Chicago
2: now got Mueller, Shaqiri, Shabilko when he's back fit. That's a, a good forward line.
1: It's a good forward line, but I, the, remember they weren't conceding goals. Now so you would, you would be looking at Shakiri and Chris Mueller and going, right, well, this is game on. Mm. But they're bottom of the league and the the goals are goals are flying in yeah
2: but not one in six uh, lost the last three they're out the US Open Cup and they conceded nine in the last three as well so it's uh, anyone who, and we said this, I think, on the last episode. It's actually
1: any, more, way more depressing than I
2: thought. <laughs> anyone that just watches the MLS UK show as their sort of a feed into what's happening in MLS, you poor thing, will be shocked because the amount we've praised Chicago and saying how. No, they mil- won't.
1: Every time we praise anyone, they turn to
2: <laughs> absolute true. garbage. Yeah, saying, Chicago, aren't they doing great? Not conceding any goals. I know it's boring, but still, well, we're not boring anymore, <laughs> but we're not winning. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'd be. Mean, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be a good... I, I can see it. I don't think they'll finish bottom. Not with that front three, anyway. All we need now is soon-to-be Ballon d'Or winner, Ronaldo Ciceros. Uh, although he, if you're going off the other Ronaldos, he'll be at Real Madrid in a few years, anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, they won't finish bottom. Chicago won't no. finish bottom. No. Um, NYC nil, SKC nil. Um, you know, I think NYC, if you look at their last three games, they beat San Jose 3-0, Toronto 5-4. And RSL 6-0, they clearly used up all the goals in those games. Um, they were back at City Field this weekend. And um, you know what? We, we Yeah, we, we have our opinions on 0-0. Of course we do. We can't really have a go at NYC over the last three games. SKC, though, aren't scoring. So we could have a bit of a go at them. Go on, give them a boo. Boo. Uh, three not, draws in a row and they've not won in six they're not scoring a lot of goals what, I, I mean Polido's
1: out for the season yeah um, did we expect a bit more from them I definitely did maybe with the, you know the caveat of Polido missing maybe you'd expect them to struggle a little bit but SKC, they belong in the playoffs at least regardless of you know whether they miss one player um, it doesn't matter how big that player is you still expect a club like SKC with, with that roster to be in and around the playoffs so Um, they're still above Seattle though Champions League winners yeah Um, speaking of which they
2: they are another team that we actually put down with a Seattle syndrome that we'd expect they're going to finish stronger Um, let's talk about Seattle then we're going to talk more about their um, Champions League success in a moment but uh, for now they went to FC Dallas at the weekend lost 2-0 they must have had sore heads although Dallas are playing well so mm. it's not that much of a surprise but the fact that Seattle are now 13th lost the last three in the league uh, our our theory that teams come good after exiting the Champions League I guess they haven't exited it as they won it but they've, they've finished yeah. their campaign um, it didn't work with this one because uh, FC Dallas 2-0 and if we were going to do like we do with the MLS UK show Championship Champions that means FC Dallas are now champions of CONCACAF they
1: are yeah congratulations on uh, winning the champions league fc dallas at the weekend um we praise montreal for winning uh 50 of their games dallas have done exactly that very very impressive showing from dallas yeah fourth in the
2: conference now um yeah they've i mean we said before the season yeah we lost pepe but they've they've brought together quite a good squad they've they've recruited very well and it's showing that and yeah, to be fourth, you know, in the conference. They're playing well at home. It just feels like a good vibe, like a sort of a light sort of show they've got after the game. It, fans are happy and it's good to see because I think Dallas the Dallas did really well under Oscar Pereira, but I think after that, they kind of stagnated a little bit. And, you know, I know there were calls for the, the, um, the, you know, the owners kind of to leave and stuff, but it just seems now that they're in a really good place.
1: Yeah, and they don't get enough credit. I, I think, you know, when I think back to the last time I was, you know, really thinking Dallas were in a good place. I'm thinking Roland Lamar those Mm. days, like when we first started the podcast. So really good to see them in the top four. Really good. Yeah. Um, Just before we leave this
2: one, I saw, um, I think it was on MLSsoccer.com, There's talk of uh, Stefan Fry, because he's been in the US now for 20 years and not got a cap for Switzerland, his name has been thrown into the uh, hat for the US Men's National Team goalkeeper. What do you think about that one? I mean, he is, what, 37? It's a big goalkeeping
1: pool. It is. They've gone this long without him. They'll probably be okay. Yeah. Um, But it'd be nice to just give him a cap, I think.
2: Yeah, that would. I think that for his service to us, being there for twenty years, yeah, mm. just bring, give him a cap, put him in, I don't, bring him on I, in the eighty ninth minute. Yeah, in the Nations League or something, that would be nice. But um, yeah, that, that pool is. I know you know people looked at Zach Stefan, especially what happened in the FA Cup semi final, and questioning. But he's still a very good goalkeeper. You've got Sean Johnston as well. Um, yeah, you
1: they're, they're doing well in that department at mm. us at the moment. Absolutely, um there's the whole roster the, the u s. men's national team roster is absolutely stacked with talent, so much of it now, by the way, not even playing in MLS that's you know how far they've come recently. but um yeah, I'm not sure they need Stefan Fry. It just be a nice story. yeah, I'd agree with that. um right let's go to let's go to Red Bulls
2: v Portland then. Uh, do you know what Red Bulls, who are second in the east, have not won at home yet? How amazing is that? That is crazy actually. They've, and yeah, they've beaten uh San Jose, Toronto, New England Revolution, Orlando, Chicago away, but not one at home. And
1: Portland uh we're still sort of waiting for the the run in that they're going to make. The, all of a sudden they'll charge towards the playoffs, but just, you know, just sort of teetering on the edge with a point there.
2: Yeah, we um we, we couldn't call it Seattle Syndrome with Paul, oh, no, had yeah, to. It was Cascadia Cough. A yeah. few people messaged us saying they liked that, by the Cascadia way.
1: Cascadia Cough, so, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, DC2, Houston nil. Um So, as we mentioned before, Losada uh, was fired after our last episode, so we not really spoke about that yet. Um, A lot of you... outrage about that, which I, I was surprised about. Yeah, I think a lot of DC fans really bought into what he was trying to do. I mean, when you, when you take into consideration that uh, Taxi Funtas scored two at the weekend and he only played 33 minutes under Lasada, and yeah. that was the game he got fired after. Do you think he could be a bit bitter going, Well, I didn't really have the the tools in place? Because, I mean, he scored four in three now since Lasada's left.
1: I definitely think he didn't have the tools. I think, you know, you're sold down the river a little bit. Um, he was trying to implement a style and he would have expected that in the close season they would have got him a roster together that could implement that style. I don't think it happened. I think they offloaded too many good players, and it seems very harsh that he was let go. But ultimately, they weren't getting the results, and you can't change your roster. You can only change your coach.
2: Yeah, that's true. We found that with a few teams this year. Um, We're going to talk about another one, San Jose, in a moment. But just on Houston, they're eighth now. They've lost last three. They had a good start, but they've kind of hit the buffer a little bit, haven't they?
1: Yeah. And the thing is, though, when you look at when you look at that, uh, when you look at the Western Conference, I still think "Eh, Houston are doing quite well because we're kind of, you know, compared to what happened last year, we're kind of still impressed um, just sort of teetering on the edge just outside in
2: eighth. Mm. and so San Jose then they won 1-0 against Colorado Nathan which is a great name
1: Nathan's a great name
2: um, he scored his first of a season so San Jose up to 11th now and uh, similar to DC they've won the last two home games they beat Seattle didn't they And uh, since Almeida was fired so there's a bit of a resurgent there but I mean both both these teams you're going to have to look they're going to have to have a bigger long-term plan if they're going to be successful this year you kind of need to implement that sooner rather than later
1: yeah it's a good it's a good move that they've moved on from Almeida, it's worked out for them in terms of results overall, but you're right, I think long-term roster, coaching team needs a little bit of attention, needs a little bit of work. Can they make the playoffs realistically?
2: Um, yeah, they can. I mean, they're they're 11th, so they, yeah, and with that early on in the season still, that but- but A with Seattle
1: wins. and SKC knocking around below
2: them? It's going to be difficult, but, you know, there are teams up there that you would also
1: think could drop out, so... Let uh, me, okay, let me ask you. So, Portland, playoffs? Probably, yeah. Seattle? Yeah. SKC? Yeah. Colorado?
2: Actually, SKC might struggle. They, I think they need to recruit, up, especially up front. Colorado? Hmm... They've only scored 11 this season, Colorado, and just traded out Shinashiki. I know Zardes has played his last three games for them, but still, no, I don't think they'll make the playoffs.
1: Okay, so you've named three that might, so you've got to take three out of the top six? Seven? Yeah.
2: There'll be three teams there that can take out. I mean, the top three, probably not, but then the rest could easily drop out, I
1: think. Okay, so it's still on for Houston, it's still on for Seattle, and it's still on for Portland.
2: Yeah, why not? Okay,
1: And, and San Jose why not anyone <laughs> vancouver they could they could do it no, no no don't, don't be silly uh
2: vancouver won at the weekend they beat toronto they're still bottom of the conference though level on points with seattle um there's there's having a bit of luck and then there's the luck that vancouver had at the weekend pozuelo uh missed a penalty uh hassal saved it then they had a goal disallowed now this goal have you seen it i haven't seen this Well, this should have been allowed because it was one of those where the goalie saved it, he kind of fumbled it out. uh, Nelson came in and put it in. Now, what's happened is, as he's done that, because he's fumbled it and his hands have been near the ball... Hassal has gone down as if Nelson's kicked his hands. <laughs> he was nowhere near his hands. He got disallowed. And in my opinion, it shouldn't have been. So, uh, that should have been one. It should have technically been 2 0 to Toronto. Uh, then to Sam Ricketts off the bench, got the goal right at the end. Hint of offside as well, I've got to say. So, they had a bit of luck, although with Vancouver's start to the season, I don't begrudge them a bit of luck, to be honest. And they needed a win, they got a win. And um, yeah, they'll they'll try and push on now. Uh, Toronto. Is it just lost. me that's a bit disappointed with Toronto? Yeah, they lost last four, including two against Cincinnati. We expected better. They started quite well, but we expected better.
1: They've got six of the next eight at home now, so. Yeah, that's that's kind of going to be make or break for mm. the season. I think if you're not picking up near to maximum points from those six at home uh, in the next couple of months, then realistically it's going to be really tough because there's some really strong sides in the East at the minute. There is, and you could, without
2: even looking at who they're playing, remember Toronto were a side that beat Philly. So even if they were their next home games were LAFC, LA Galaxy, Philly again, um, I don't know, uh, Austin, you would still think, well, you've still got to be winning at least a few of those matches mm. if you're going to do anything. I think they will. I think there's, there's an element with Toronto that they're waiting for the summer and the extra, as we know, the, the recruits that are coming in. But at the same time, you can't be. You don't want it to be too row. late. No, you don't. So um, I think they will turn it around and then it's going to be an exciting summer for them. Um, let's talk about Nashville then. Nashville two RSL nil. What have you felt of a new stadium yet? Yeah, it's
1: I, lo- game. I love it. I yeah, absolutely love it. Um I didn't mind the old one to be fair. No. Um it it wasn't one that screamed, Oh god, they need to get themselves a new stadium. Um but no, I'm really happy from getting to play some home games uh in front of big crowds in a new stadium and they're sitting pretty and sick as well. Yeah. That's the thing. With They've
2: been playing away all the season. They've now played two at home and they're sick. That's very competitive to bear in mind that they're now going to play the majority of the games at home for the rest of the season. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, again, when we're looking at the West and we're looking at teams that are outside the playoffs currently, for me, Nashville are not a team that you're going to expect to drop out because of the home advances they've got.
2: No, RSL are a team that... We spoke last time that they were doing really well. We we talked about some of the games they'd won. They'd now only won one in seven. They were knocked out of the U.S. Open Cup as well to Northern Colorado. They've hit the buffers a bit. They're a team that, going off the first half of what the season they've done so far, I would say definitely playoffs. Going off the last seven games, wobble, a, yeah, wobble. They're a side that could drop out. That's but, the
1: problem when you've got the the teams like Seattle and Portland. Yeah. But, but they've shown
2: that they could easily turn it around. So uh, we'll wait and see. But yeah, they'll be very disappointed. But a credit to them on how well we did. They're fifth. So they've won one in seven. They're still fifth. <laughs> yeah, it was a very strong start. Um, right, before we close off uh, recapping with what happened in Austin on Sunday evening, let's talk about any e. Rebs v Columbus crew. It was 2-2. All four goals coming from crosses. So I know where the defensive coaches will be working for both of those sides in the next week. Um, any revs? They'd lost four in a row. They've now turned it around and won two in the last four. But still, we expected a lot more from them.
1: Yeah, we said we think they'll get going. Uh, roster hasn't changed, you know, massively from last year. We we said, oh no, it, you know, they'll they'll be alright The the Seattle syndromes just sort of got them down a little bit, and it's sort of coughing and splattering and starting to get moving, but not quite enough.
2: No, exactly, and uh, you saw a few weeks ago in the game they lost at DC. I think it was Carlos Heel who was not very happy with the tactics, and he was very vocal towards Bruce Arena, which is not good to see. Actually, I think that sort of stuff. I know it's on the pitch; it's you know, you do get a bit, um, you know, emotional and passionate, but that sort of stuff, you know, I think save it for the uh, the dressing room, uh, Columbus. He went one, they up. they'll be disappointed to not win the game, but uh, Miguel Berry scoring. It was his first goal since match day one, actually. I was quite surprised about that.
1: Yeah, and uh, it was actually, I remember watching that first game and I was like, oh, this is great. He's going to have a great season. And then we've been waiting a long time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, Columbus are ninth now, but they're unbeaten in the
1: last three, so...
2: Uh, there's rooms for improvement there. Uh, right, Austin of the LA Galaxy. We started with a game with the two teams at the top of the conferences. Uh, this was probably, arguably, the, the next yeah. biggest game of the weekend. Austin in second, LA Galaxy in third in the uh, West. LA Galaxy won 1-0. Marco Delgado We've a goal. great finish from the edge of the area. This is a big win for LA Galaxy. They're beating teams at the top.
1: Yeah, and this is where, we've, where we're starting to see them improve themselves a little bit because they've they've always sort of fallen a bit short at the the end of the season. So big game. Uh, Austin remain ahead of them just. um, But yeah, LA starting to apply the pressure, which is good. Um, Four in a row did
2: one Austin. The Austin train's still going. You stuck by him. Honestly, I don't know where I plucked that prediction from. But it's happening and we're on board. Yeah, and LA Galaxy conceded one in the last four and that's they're keeping it tight at the back. I, mean, I feel like LA Galaxy in previous years, it's all about we want to entertain, we want to, you know, these big results. Well, they're not bothering at the moment because they're winning 1-0 every week and they're, uh,
0: they're third in the conference. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, MLS UK Show.
2: Right, so before we play Elliot's game this time on the uh, MLS UK Show, we need to open up the Eli Room One Hundred One. So in the past, don't we've let had, everything else out of it. I know we've got nil nils in there, we've got referees in there. They've been itching to get out, but no, we're going to keep them in. And this time, we're going to add something else. And this, Do we is a- feed them when they're in there. We should really start feeding them, shouldn't we? Oh, this is awkward but well, we'll send this with some food in to okay. try and uh, uh, feed them and keep them alive uh, although maybe we don't want to because we'd, we've put them in the room for a reason anyway moving swiftly on and please no one <laughs> no one twists though what we've just said uh, so we're going to put something it's actually a positive we're putting into the Eli Room 101 it's a positive it's over anyway and we are putting
1: in MLS teams not winning the Champions League yes uh, it's been going on for too long I'm sick of it finally It's happened. So
2: Seattle uh, won the second leg. They drew the first leg 2-2. They came from behind as well, which was impressive. And then they won 3-0 last week. They are officially the CONCACAF champions. They will be going to the Club World Cup. And if the results go their way and the draw goes their way, they could potentially be facing Liverpool or Real Madrid, which will be for <laughs> us will be absolutely amazing. Imagine! It's like something off FIFA. I mean, I don't envy them having to play <laughs> Liverpool or Real Madrid. No, neither do I, but still, it'd be good, good to watch. Um, so Seattle have a the Champions then. To me, um, I can't think of a better team to have broken the duck than Seattle.
1: No, I agree. I think he, in terms of MLS in the in the league, always there, always up there, always challenging. Uh, and in terms of the Champions League had a few near misses in recent times as well so congratulations to Seattle Sounders but that's it now MLS seems not winning the Champions League straight in Eloy Room
2: 101 yes so we don't want to bring it out again next year so there's uh, hopefully some more teams who will be uh, winning it over the next few years and we can really uh, shove it to the League MX I will be gloating when I'm in Mexico in a few weeks I might buy a Seattle yeah, shirt yeah get a shirt yeah walk around with it Uh, Right, every uh, week on the show, every MLS UK show main episode, Elliot brings a new game to the table. You've got a new one this week. Quite excited about this one.
1: Yeah, so uh, I've been looking at TripAdvisor and some of the reviews left for uh, landmarks and um, tourist attractions in the US. And uh, what I'm going to do is read you the review. And while it may be obvious, hopefully what the attraction is you've got to not only decipher what it is but shout the name of the nearest MLS team this could go
2: horribly wrong for my PR amongst Emma (laughs) amongst the cities after the last two
1: years doing Henry's Guide to North America this could put it right down again now the first one the guard the like the um, review it will be really obvious what it is right but I think the team is quite hard oh okay but the others should be fairly fairly easy okay Here's the review. Totally false advertising. Oh, it's red. If it was called the Red Gate Bridge, it would probably be three stars because it's just a little too windy for four. <laughs> I'm guessing that's the Golden Gate Bridge. It is. Oh. But what's the nearest team to the Golden Gate Bridge in MLS? Where is the Golden Gate?
2: Is that like? Is it like San Francisco? Right? Yes,
1: that's San Jose then. It is San Jose. Good work. Well done. Okay, review number two. (laughs) This is titled... You might get it from this. Let's see if you can get it from the title. Why is she green? (laughs) Okay, right, yeah. Uh, Out of all the colours, the person who created this beautiful lady could choose they went for green.
2: (laughs) Well, wasn't it... um, What's Ryan Reynolds' wife got? Blake Lively. Did you see her dress for the... um... Uh, what's it called the Met Gala last no. week. it was uh, basically she was doing a, a tribute I think to Statue of Liberty please if i got this wrong forgive me I'm going off what Poppy told me um, and it started the night as gold I think or silver or whatever the Statue of Liberty originally were and then it turned green thanks to all the like um, oh no it was copper so then copper's eroded it turned green so uh, that is the reason why um, in which case it's in
1: New York So I'm guessing it's NYCFC. It is NYCFC. Uh, Okay, here we go. (laughs) While the motorbike ride was great, it's so busy you can't actually see anything. There was a 30-minute queue for Butterbeer. Oh, um, that
2: will be... I've been there. That's the Universal Harry Potter land, and so that's in
1: Orlando. Orlando, congratulations. You are spot on. The, okay. the motorbike ride is good, though. This is a new review. Very overrated. Is that a team or is that a plan? <laughs> but it was just some
2: stars on the street. Ah, right. That is the thing in Hollywood, isn't it? On the, where the people's names are on the floor. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, oh, which LA team will that be?
1: I'm going to say... LAFC? I believe it would be LAFC because LA Galaxy is in Carson. I Mm. apologise. If that's wrong, I apologise. But we'll accept accept both. Uh, Finally, (laughs) this is the only review out of many I have rated as terrible. To each his own, but I don't get why anyone would come here. First and foremost, (laughs) it stinks. (laughs) And by that, I mean it smells and it smells bad. My wife can take about anything. And she was the first to say, we've got to get out of here. There are flies in the water. Maybe something to do with the salt. Oh, is salt a clue?
2: Yes. Rail salt lake
1: yes it was the uh great salt lake which apparently stinks wow um i've never been to salt Lake. i haven't i really want to go well i wanted to go (laughs) until i saw
2: that not selling it but uh oh wow so i mean i've done really well i think i got everyone right that's the
1: first game i've ever got everything right five out of five it was quite easy but it was a lot of fun reading some of the TripAdvisor reviews there's some lovely reviews of america i would give america great reviews as well um but the funnier ones are the bad ones, aren't they? Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh,
2: right. Let's have a look what's going to happen this weekend in MLS. Now, before we do, um, I want to recap the MLS UK show champions before we talk about our predictions. So a few weeks ago, we caught up with it. If you don't know what it is, every season, we take whoever won MLS Cup last season, and then it's as if they're putting the title on the line every single match. So, for example, NYCFC started the season by losing to LA Galaxy, uh, so that means then LA Galaxy became the champions. So they have it, MLS UK show championship champions. Um, if we're going to uh, like skip forward, the last update we had, Seattle had won it. Uh, they'd beaten Minnesota 2-1. That meant they'd have it for a third match. So, um, okay, going off, Elliot, going off your, your own, well, you're going to have to guess, really, because there's a few games happened. Who do you think might have it right now?
1: God, it's really
2: hard. It could be, It literally could be anyone.
1: I always forget. So I watch the games mm. and I could be sat at home watching a game like Saturday night, Bryony's out, I've got a couple of beers, got a takeaway. Not. One, I'm enjoying the game, not once have I thought, oh, the championship's <laughs> on the line here.
2: I haven't got a clue. Well, after Seattle beat Minnesota to have it for a third time, they then played into Miami at home and lost 1-0. Right. So into Miami then beat Atlanta 2-1. But then... Last week into Miami went to any revs and lost two nil. So it was on the line this weekend in the New England Revolution v Columbus match, which was two two. So that means any revs keep it for another week. So our MLS UK show championship champions at the moment are New England Revolution. Wow and they're right down the bottom as well yeah that's the beauty of it any team can have it at any point Uh, but it tends to be the the team at the end is the team who wins mls cup and we do it all again next time um so before we we're going to head into our predictions now for this weekend before we do that the predictions last time over the course of a series i'm winning 3-1 who do you think won last time you nope. really It was a draw. Draw. Yeah. Knew it. Um, I've got to say, though, now there could be a stewards inquiry in this to make it interesting. Uh, But you got two results spot on, including saying that SKC and Columbus would be nil-nil. When you call a nil-nil,
1: it's definitely uh, triple points.
2: I was going to say we could do triple points. I mean, if you're going to do a tiebreaker, unfortunately for me, all signs are that you win because you got most correct answers and they're like correct scores. Uh, and also a nil nil, so um, yeah. Because I got Austin three, Vancouver nil, and then you got LA Galaxy one, Nashville nil. Right? You know what? I'm I'm feeling generous, Elliot. Yes. This is gonna have to be a new rule though, going forward. If it is a draw, then it goes on a tiebreaker. But I'm gonna give you that. So at the moment, I'm winning three two across the series. Love it. Uh, Right, let's have a look at this weekend then and what's coming up in MLS, the matches. Um,
1: Right, the first one being... Yeah, there are US Open Cup games in the week, but we're going to start on the uh, 14th of May, which is the Saturday, uh, and Toronto are kicking it off with a home game against Orlando. Oh, Toronto... I think this will be a draw. I think 1-1. I think Orlando win this
2: 2-1. Colorado versus LAFC. LAFC for me with a 3-1 victory. Oh, I was going to go 3-1. I'm going to go 2-0. <laughs> uh, Charlotte v. Montreal. Similar badges for now.
1: Yeah, for now. Um, controversially, 1-0. Um, well,
2: Montreal playing well, but I think Charlotte's home farm continues. I think 2-1. Okay. Uh, New York City versus Columbus Crew. Um, NYCFC win win. Is this at the Yankee Stadium again? Yeah. So I think 3-0. Oh, wow. Uh I'll go 2-0. Vancouver versus San Jose. Oh, uh 1-0 San Jose. Oh, I was going to uh, a Vancouver lover 1-0, so I'm going to go 1-0 Vancouver. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia versus New York Red Bulls. Philly for me. I'm going to go 3-1. Uh yeah, this is first versus second in the East. Um, but I think Philly's home farm. I was saying that as we said before, Red Bulls are very good away. They from are home. good away. But no, I'm going to go two one. It'd be close, but two one Philly.
1: Now, uh, Chicago plays Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> we're used to Cincinnati being the ones at the bottom, but it's actually Chicago. I'm going to back Chicago though. I'm going to go for a one nil victory.
2: Yeah. <sighs> I hope Cincinnati win, because I, I I hope Cincinnati win every game and win MLS Cup, because it'd be hilarious, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think 1-1, actually. Let's give it a 1-1. Okay.
1: Miami against DC. Um,
2: Miami will get back to winning ways. 2-0.
1: I fancy a draw here. 2-2. Houston versus Nashville. Mm, uh. This is hard this one. I'm going to go I'm going to go Nashville with a 3-2 victory. We're going very similar
2: on our results. Um yeah, Nashville will win. I think 1-0. No. Uh
1: RSL at home to Austin. Um Austin, I think 2-2. Two, two. I was so. going to go 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> uh I'll go 2-1 Austin then. Portland versus SKC. Uh yeah, Portland expecting them to do better same with SKC. I'm going to go 3-0 Portland. Okay, I'm going to go... I think SKC will
2: score, but 3-1 Portland will win. LA Galaxy versus FC Dallas. Two teams in good form. Third versus fourth in the West, but I've got to go with Galaxy. I'm going to go 3-2. I'm going one all. Atlanta versus New England Revolution. Atlanta are very good at home, remember? They are good at home. Future Uh, Ballon d'Or winner will score again, no doubt. 2-0. 3-1 to Atlanta. Uh, Seattle
1: versus Minnesota. Mm. It's on Sunday evening. Do Minnesota get back to winning ways? Does Seattle start climbing? I'm going to go 2-1 Seattle. I'm
2: going to go Seattle win as well. We (laughs) have gone very similar. I'm going to
1: go 3-1 to Seattle.
2: Uh, The week after, there is midweek matches, which I think is the first time we've had a full midweek fixture list, actually, uh, which is very exciting. The weekend after... It's your stag do, Elliot. Uh, um, and lucky for you, I don't think Orlando are playing over the weekend. So you've chose that really well. Yeah, uh, it's all planned. Oh, no, they're playing on the oh early Monday morning. So they're playing Ooh. late Sunday night. So uh, no doubt we'll all be very tired after a weekend. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Um, yeah if you've got your predictions for this weekend let us know at MLS UK show you can tweet us Instagram us hello at MLS dot show as well on the emails
1: I'll put them in the comments on YouTube before we go we need to round off the game with the change in name Uh, This is where I read you the career path of a player who's played in the UK and in MLS. And this player, uh, who I know you got straight away, uh, played for Millwall, Everton, New York Red Bulls, Shanghai, Melbourne City, and went back to Millwall. And he is, of course... Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill of Australia fame. Uh, He's from Sydney. Uh, He's 42 now. Um, But yeah, he played at Red Bulls and people forget about him. Yeah, he's still... If he's 42, I saw
2: him on TV a few weeks ago. He still looks great, by the way. But, um... Yeah, it's uh yeah, very good player, very consistent. Uh I think he did okay for Red Bulls. He's well thought of there. So yeah, I think he's just a victim of being there in the Henry era. Yeah. Uh but I mean you look at some of the players Red Bulls have had and you do question how have they not won an MLS cup I know, yet, I even know in that era. Yeah. Amazing. Uh thanks very much for um listening or watching. Remember, follow us on your podcast provider, subscribe, leave a rating as well. Uh that really helps us out. Um, but if you are going to leave a rating, there is one rule and one rule only. LA Galaxy style, five stars only. Uh, click the notification bell on YouTube, subscribe, and you get to know whenever a video drops, it goes into your inbox, so do that as well. That helps uh, us very much. Um, and I guess the last thing to say is that we got through the episode. I promised it, and we got through the episode without mentioning that Norwich had been relegated <laughs> again. So, Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, I didn't realise we'd finished.
1: See ya. See ya.